Stay inspired on the go with Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast from internationally acclaimed executive coaches, authors and ministers, Albert and Comfort Okran. You will be inspired and challenged with strategies to consistently reach for new heights. And now, today's message by Reverend Albert Okran. Tonight, we continue our annual Leaders Digest series and exploring the subject of the Good Society and what it takes to build it. From now till December ends, we will hang out with some of the finest leaders in our nation as we ask the simple question, can we, should we dream about a good society? And what, by the way, is a good society? And very importantly, we are exploring how to reclaim the seven pillars of influence we have defined, the pillars of business, religion, education, leadership, the family, the media, and arts and entertainment. I can see my guest tonight in all these seven frameworks, and I have compelled him to choose three of them. I'll find out why he chose those three. And very importantly, what are the key influences in his life and what he will define as a good society? Kujua Diamonds as the CEO of Databank, and he, he joins me tonight in the hot seat for the virtual university. Could you welcome to Springboard? Thank you very much, Albert. Always good to see you. It's a pleasure. It's an honor, actually. <laughs> so tonight, we get, to, we get to look at the good society and, and what it comprises of and how, how we can build one. But let's start with your own life. What are some of the great principles that have governed your own life so far when you look back at your life the the years that god has graced you with what are some of the principles that have informed the big decisions that you've made wow (laughs) well um i think um whatever it is i have um, decided to do i have just committed myself to do it and do it very well you know, uh, with with a passion that that is 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 unsurmountable. Because whatever you pick up to do, you would have challenges, you have hurdles, um, you have, as we say in Ghana, problems, issues. But if you are committed to it, if you are passionate about it, you know you don't you don't see them as as any uh, restrictions, and and you you still drive through it. So. I mean, the the number one thing has been um, to be passionate about whatever it is and committed about whatever it is that I, I decide to do. I mean, uh, of course, honesty um, and integrity is is, 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 is is key because once you lose somebody's trust or you lose trust from, from whoever you're doing whatever it is with, um, everything, everything goes out of the window. So it's extremely important that... Um, you, you, as we say, you walk your talk. You know, you 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 adhere to your word. I mean, you you assure somebody, and and the person shouldn't be looking over his shoulder to 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 see whether what you're doing is is really what you're saying that you're going to do. So, I mean, there, there are some values that have have really you know shaped um, my, my career. So I've I've gone along in I mean integrity, honesty, you know, um, and 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 the like, and it's 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 extremely important. Excellence, of course, in whatever you approach, um, is is also key. If 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 you go in trying to do something just to say, okay, you're just doing it for doing sake, it's not good enough. I mean, you always have to have world class as your standard. I mean, no matter where you find yourself, 
Um, HSBC have always said they are the international bank in a local, um, the, your local bank in an international environment, something like that. I'm just not the exact words, but Golden Tulip says international standard with local flavors. You know, that, that kind of thing. No matter where you find yourself, you don't restrict yourself to just your locality. You've always got to look world class. Have you, have you ever looked back at, at your life and, and, and thought about what was the most difficult choice you had to make as a leader? <laughs> yes, I, I have. I mean, there, there, there have been some decisions that I have made that impacted my family very, very, very seriously. Um, I had to leave Ghana to take an appointment outside Ghana. And it, it, the question was, do I go alone and then because my wife is also a career woman so what what do you do 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 you allow her to also go along with her career or do you just you know abrogate her career what what, what that is that not being selfish you, you you get what i'm saying so that was extremely difficult but what year was this this was in 2005 i think 2005 2004 2005 that's when it all started but eventually um she she she, she resigned and moved out and, and and joined me i thought i thought it was very very uh, i've respected that for, for a long time because to to drop her career completely and join me and and ensure that my career was rather moving forward while her was sort of halted you know right. was 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 huge and uh, and if Vinia is listening to me, I mean, I'm going to use this. I was ask you how she feel about it. She, she, well, she doesn't know how I feel about it. I don't think so, but she knows I'm here. And if she's listening, I really want to thank her because it was a big deal to to completely resign from a good job she was having, you know, traveling all over Africa and 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 helping people and and, and making progress. So that was very difficult, but um, it, it turned out well. I mean, it, it was a good break for her. Um, so it, it progressed my career. Eventually, when we came back to Ghana, reintegrating for her was very difficult. I, I won't, I won't uh, mince any words, but I gave her all my full support, and eventually she got back into on track. Right. Let's just get our feet wet a bit, finding out a bit more about Kujua Daime Islam. I guess for tonight, as we explore the good society, but let's start with exploring our guest a bit more before we go into his concept of the good society. Give me your concept of faith. You are top-notch business leader and mm. and just just in case you just joined us tonight i'm asking my guest what are the pillars that hold his life and he's giving me three pillars even though he used the number of words he's told me excellence is number one that's key you must be world integrity. class and then he says you must have integrity and honesty and you don't get to be handed a company like data bank <laughs> by the founding directors if you're not a man of integrity and that that i can relate to very much yeah. and then he's used one word with three different expressions he says commitment passion drive and it's all just one thing you must do it with vim right so that's the man kujua daimensa who's my guest for tonight and we are trying to find out about the good society but let's talk about faith Hmm. how important is faith your faith to a person like you as a a business leader i i mean you know i i assume you're talking about religious faith right i mean it's 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 extremely important you see it it's it guides it guides whatever it is you're doing i mean um, be you Christian, be you Jew, be you Muslim, be you Hindu, whatever it is, you've got to believe in something. You've got to believe in something supernatural that would actually make you f- uh, fear in quotes. I should put fear in quotes because if if you don't have faith in a supernatural being that guides your life, that you believe that, oh, look, one day whatever I'm doing here will be judged or will, will, will be brought to, to, to bear 
that then y- y- you take certain decisions that are not good for society because you don't even believe that the society in which you are living in is 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 is, is a result of some supernatural being. So I think faith is extremely important. Um, I, I, I must admit that I will not um, say that somebody's faith is right and somebody's faith is wrong. But if you look through all the different faiths that we have in the world, you, you tend to see that all of them point to one thing. It's about honesty. It's about integrity. It's about truthfulness. It's about fear of a supernatural being and being good to your your, your neighbor, being good to your fellow human being. No, not 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 killing, not stabbing them in the back. All there are certain uh, uh, values that transcend all the faith. So for me, that that's how I I see it. Because if, if be you whatever it is, if you don't live by the values of your faith then then what it is what is it that, that you're doing you know so that that's how i see that the impact of faith on 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 on, on my work there's only one disadvantage of radio it doesn't give the benefit of listeners <laughs> looking into your eyes but i'm looking at you as you speak yeah and, and observing the passion in which you speak but let me ask you if you were to describe your own soul what kind of person are you humble simple down to earth um that that those are that's that's how i'll describe i i think i humble simple down to earth um I, i'm saying this because on many occasions um uh, people have walked into my office and and have asked me that they would like to see the ceo and i'm sit, sitting right there in my office and they say good good morning or good afternoon say we'd like to see the ceo of data bank and i'll say yes that's me and you see the shock in their eyes because maybe they are expecting some huge six foot ten you know pot bellied <laughs> uh, gray haired man and 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 they see a disappointed uh, young young well i'm keeping my beard now because i want to show them that i'm also gray <laughs> so um that that's how i describe myself and of course i'm, I'm passionate about the Ghanaian. i am extremely passionate about the Ghanaian. I, I believe that the Ghanaian can be world class i believe that we 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 underrate ourselves. We underestimate ourselves. It's sad that we, we compare ourselves to Togo and Benin. And, you know, when somebody says, oh, we are not doing something right, then quickly we compare ourselves to Burkina Faso, Niger. To, I mean, it's, it's sad. You know, we, we can compare ourselves to the, to the first world, if you, if, you, if, you, if you may. I mean, it, it, I'm very passionate about the Ghanaian. And any time I get an opportunity... I like to tell people that I'm proudly Ghanaian. I'm born, bred, raised, schooled, fully educated in Ghana. And I have done what I have done here in Ghana. I have no foreign education. I, I, I'm in university primary school. I'm, I'm, I'm secondary school in Ghana, university of Ghana, first degree, university of Ghana, second degree. Everything is Ghana. So why can't we do it? We can I'm passionately Ghanaian, and I, I, those out there listening to me, please, the fact that you're Ghanaian or schooled here or, or, or did anything here doesn't make you any, any uh, inferior to, to the British or to the American or to the Canadian. I mean, come on. We can rub shoulders with Wall Street any day, any time. Fifteen minutes past the hour of seven. Those are the inter- introductory thoughts of my guest, Kojo Adaimesa. He's the CEO of Data Bank. And tonight we're just exploring the good society and what it takes to build it. Let me pause and cut, allow him to catch his breath because when, I, when we come back, I'm going to ask him 
his concept of the good society, he's been talking about being passionate about being Ghanaian. So what would constitute the good society for him when he looks at Ghana? That would be my question when we come back from this break. But if you have your own thoughts on this subject, hey, it's very easy to share them with us. Post them on WhatsApp 24 999 or share them on Facebook. And we, we would be happy to put your questions to my guest and to allow him to give you answers to them. But let me remind you of your commitments for the year 2015. We promised to read a good book a month, and today I'm recommending the book Winning by Jack Walsh and Susan, Susie Walsh. I think it's a very good book. Jack Walsh, you have to like him, a very compelling, a compelling character. Because my favorite Jack Walsh story, he wrote a business plan for his competitor. He sat down and, and and told himself, if I was running my competitor's business, what what, what, what would the I business do? plan be? And he actually wrote it and put it on his table and invited his competitor for a meeting. And I the, didn't know this story. The bound the bound copy was lying on his table and he was having a discussion with his competitor. And the guy couldn't concentrate because he was looking at a document on the table that, <laughs> that had his company name and their business plan written and, on and it. He couldn't concentrate. So after a while, Jack Walsh asked him, Would you like to see it? He said yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I've read a few of Jack Welch's uh, books, and uh, he's he's a great he's Crazy. a great guy. I mean, you know what? There are he, positives and negatives, but he gave him all in all. he gave him the book to read, and the guy confessed that he had written the plan even better than he would have done. I mean, than the one he was yeah. running his business yeah. with. Very very interesting character. I think you should read Winning by Jack Welch. You yeah. will find it very interesting. The second commitment you made is to attend personal development interventions and i'm glad to announce that there are 73 days more to springboard 2016 and that's the 10th edition of the road show it's going to be huge in case you don't know there's a double header in every single city i'm going to give you details every single week about why you must connect with 30,000 Ghanaians directly and several hundreds of thousands across the country in what will be the biggest, the biggest homecoming event for like-minded people nationwide. Somebody said something, something to me. He said, when a tree is growing, it doesn't make noise. Over the past nine years, we've been raising Ghanaian success stories. Individuals, I mean, seemingly... I mean, ordinary individuals, but over the past nine years, some of them have moved into some of the most influential positions in this country. And in the next edition of Springboard, we'll be showcasing some of them. Today is the final day. Tomorrow is the deadline for submitting your Springboard story. If you came to Springboard, any of the editions, and you have a compelling story about how it has changed your life, you've got about 80 stories so far. We have the deadline tomorrow at midnight. So if you have a story about your experience at Springboard, the, the address to send it to by email, stories at springboard.com.gh. And we'll be happy to let the world know who you have become as a result of interventions like Springboard in the non-formal educational space. Let me remind you to sign up to the SMS Academy and our tip for today is on the word elevate. When you elevate your thinking, attitude and actions to a higher level, everyone around you is inspired to rise with you. The fourth commitment is to prepare a 20-year personal development plan, an investment plan, and the final commitment is deliberately build social equity. Make friends that can help you reach your highest level or aspiration in life. This is Springboard, your virtual university. Wherever you are, we are exploring 
a great society, a good society, and what it takes to build it. My guest for tonight, if you just joined us, is Kojo Adayemesa. He's the CEO of Data Bank. Let me just give you a summary of what he has said so far. The principles that govern his life, he's talking about number one, you must be excellent, or excellence is number one. Number two is integrity and honesty. And the third one is either commitment, passion, or drive, whichever word you find convenient. But these three literally are about the same thing in that regard. So excellence, integrity, and commitment. He spoke about the fact that faith is important because when you believe in something, it helps you to have that sense of reverence and fear that also guides your actions. He describes himself as a humble, simple, down-to-earth person because really, it's not about the title, it's about the action. That's the summary of our discussion so far. Could you tell me, what when you think about a good society, one that you can be proud of, what, what comes to your mind? What do you think a good society must have or be? Okay. Um, uh, but let me start by saying that we are basically human beings. Okay? So we will always have crime in our society that that is a given so we we should not think of some ideal situation where there's no crime and everybody is 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 good and everybody but i would love to see a, a society where institutions are running the society it is true that institutions are run by human beings but the institutions must work I mean, Obama said it, that we need strong institutions rather than strong human beings. So we need to find ourselves building a society where the institutions are working. So you know that you you shouldn't jump the red light. See, if you jump the red light, you'll be arrested. If you're arrested, you'll be fined. If you are, you know, you get arrested, you go to the police, you are filed, you go to court, you are fined, you pay, and you move on. You know, that is the kind of society that we, we, we are looking at. You want a driver's license. You go to the uh, licensing department. You file your application. You, 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 you just fill in the forms. The necessary details are there. You leave it. You go. You're asked to come in two weeks' time. You come. It's there. You've paid. How, how much is, does it cost to, to, to do it? It's 200 cities. You pay. You go. I mean, these are you want to register a company. You go to the registrar general. What is the procedure? You are told that here's the form. You fill it. When you come, you file it. Tomorrow, you come for your certificate. You know, everything is, 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 is working smoothly. That, a society that doesn't see, you know, you know, corruption has been used, has been overused in Ghana. But that's the kind of thing I'm trying to talk about. What has been put off paper on paper as the procedure should be the procedure. It's that simple. You sit in the comfort of your home. You log on to the, the, the site of Ministry A or Ministry B, say social welfare. You want to register an orphanage. These are the processes. This is what you must have. You have it. You, you apply. They come. They inspect. They sign. They go. What is this society we are building that everything is put into some weird, you know, uh, 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 what, what was the word? Mystery. You know, everything has been mystified. Everything is so difficult. You have to go and come and go and come. You know, everybody is busy. Everybody is working. Your job is to process A or B. You know, you, even even in the banking sector where I've been all my years, what what is the process? You come, you want to withdraw your money. You go, you fill a form, you file it. You go. The teller gives you the money. You go away. Why why should there be some weird? Uh, let me use the Ghanaian way. process 
of doing something before you get what you deserve. You know, so that's the kind of society. and it, and it, it's it's here in 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 Africa. I'm not talking about you know uh, the so-called you know first world. But if you go into Botswana today, look, I lived in Botswana. I applied for a license. I went, did my eye test, did my driver's test. That that you are told, okay, you've passed. Three days later, come for your license. You go, you pick the license, and you're away. You don't have to know Mr. A or Mr. B. You don't have to be a big man's daughter's sister's husband's firstborn. You know, you you don't have to be. It's working next door in Cote d'Ivoire. I mean, people are saying, oh, in Cote d'Ivoire, they went to what? It works. The system is working. Things are going according to plan. So that's the kind of society we must have. I, I'm not for any moment saying that the ideal society is one where everybody's truthful, everybody's honest, everything is, is, is perfect. You know, some kind of uh, movie kind of uh, place that nothing goes wrong. No, or there's no um, illness or there's no death. No, that's not what I'm saying. But I'm just saying a society where processes work, the law works, things are not stressful. From your description and and, and, and your, your submission, I presume they are saying that we don't have it. We don't. No. In Ghana? Why don't we have it? Albert, have you tried <laughs> Have you tried registering a company? Before? Why don't we have it? Why doesn't it work? Have, well, have we deliberately created this, what you describe as a hoodier system? Yes. Is it a deliberate creation or is it something that has evolved over time as a result of negligence? And both. I think it's both of that. It's, it's, it's evolved over time as a result of negligence and we ourselves have have kind of created it to just frustrate people and 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 create a, a, an avenue to make some extra money if i should put it that way you know so it, it, we, we don't have it mainly because the tone is from the top you know we all i quickly always point to singapore i know lee kuan yu's human rights record is not is not great but he got to that point where everybody in society now wanted to be part of making it work so you 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 walk into a hotel you walk into a ministry you walk into even a restaurant and they want to prove to you that they are the best this is the best place to be because the tone from the top was we have to make this the best country in in southeast asia to 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 be able to survive it it, it 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 has the tone has to come from the top and transcend it has to be a national issue so imagine just for a, a moment that you are setting the tone oh, imagine wow. that i'm giving you the opportunity to set the tone for all of us to follow yeah could you what would you do oh a lot <laughs> i mean albert if if prescription if, number if, one if, set the tone um it's it's so many things on my mind but you know Number one, you've got to be authentic. You see, the the, the word authentic is is, is key. If you, if you, if your populace see that this man is authentic, he is true to his word, then they will start following you. So you don't say one thing and do another. You've got to show by example, whether it's country level, company level, home level. Society level, old boys level, football association level, whatever it is, you've got to show and live by example. So you yourself would come out to say, 
we do not need x number of 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 uh, servants say and and i'll pick up uh, singapore again because you know Lee Kuan Yew at home he he still lived in that same home that he was in for all his life he didn't move into some mansion to to show any affluence he didn't he demonstrated it by example but he could afford to so you you send that that signal down i would send that signal to say look here guys if i say we should all be humble and we should all ensure that we live within our means you don't need to be extravagant you just have to be a normal human being you do it festos moha in botswana would walk into into any shop right or any supermarket stand in the queue pay for his bill and walk away why can't we do that you think our concept of leadership is wrong? It's completely wrong. We all think that leadership is about being at the very top and you are the, well, you are the number one person. You could lead from any level. Leadership is not about, you see, if, if you are, I, I, and I tell my staff this, if you are deriving your respect and you are deriving people obeying you from what you are and not from who you are, then you've got it wrong. You have to derive your authority and your respect first from who you are. So are they listening to me because I'm Kojo? Or are they taking the instruction because it's Kojo? Or are they taking the instruction because he's CEO? There are two different things. But f- first, it has to be because, oh, Kojo said, not the CEO said. If it's because the CEO said, then I'm doing something wrong. So get you yourself, get them to respect and 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 be want to be part of of your mission, your vision, and 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 roll with you. Before this, the, yes, the CEO thing comes in. That one you use it when we've debated, and now there's there's a there's a there's a there's a, there's a tie, and you need a veto. Then then you use that CEO thing. You throw it in. But as much as possible, we should all be in in the same direction. If you strip yourself of all the the, the title, the, the title, the the rank, and and all that comes with it. Do you, do you, do you believe in your heart that you you provide that? <laughs> hey, you know, I, I I took I took that vote in the boardroom on was it Thursday? It just it's, it's, it's amazing that you're asking me the same question. But I, I was there in spirit. <laughs> I, I took I took that vote on Thursday, and I don't know maybe maybe I I, I you know. It would be best if I got feedback from from my colleagues, rather. But yeah, I mean, I I got I got a full full vote of of all those in the boardroom that really it's not it's not about the the title, it's not about my authority or anything. But it's it's just the way I've I've related to them. And if any CEOs are listening to me, this thing about the CEO is coming and everybody's running helter skelter and everybody's dodging, nobody wants to join the lift. It's it's past and gone. It's it's dead. It's 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 a cake. Is old school is, is is colonial. What are, what are the implications of that kind of leadership for you? You never know what's happening on the ground. You will never you will never know the true situation in your company. You will never know. That kind of leadership is is really really bad. You need leadership where the lady in the kitchen walks into your office and says, "You know, boss, I must be honest with you. The plumbing that feeds the water pipe is leaking." And you need to fix it. I've told the maintenance man, he's not minding me. But it's costing you money because your water bill could be half what it is 
just because that pipe in the kitchen is leaking. Let me put you in trouble a bit. <laughs> it could be the maintenance woman and the gentleman in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I agree. I, I, I agree. 35 I minutes agree. <laughs> I agree. 35 minutes past the hour of, of 7 o'clock. And if you just joined us, hey, my, my friend, Kojua Diamond, so we're having a good discussion about the good society and what it takes to build it. And his last point he's making is that the leadership style that says the leader is is is, is, is the boss and, and and holds the title and and and, and is coming and everybody's running helter skelter is old school and he says when you when you lead like that you never get to find out what is on the ground. Let me find out your your thoughts on education. Oh yeah, your thoughts on education as we build the good society. What if you had to throw a such light on our educational system and its ability to help us build a good society, what would be your prescription? Albert, I'm so passionate about this topic, and and thanks for bringing it up. Um, and those of you, those who know me, know that I come from a background of of academia. But I I, I really feel sad when I analyze the educational system in Ghana and. Maybe this this is a good platform to 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 let Ghana know that I, I'm going to be doing some advocacy very soon. Ghanaians are going to hear from me very very soon about our educational system. Uh, give, give us a preview. What is it that irks you? You see, it's not the system that is irking me. So people say, oh, the JSS system and the SSS system is. Po-. That's not the problem, because we have. I see graduates also coming out of JSS SSS system who are brilliant who are good but can you tell me back in the day Albert when you and I were in school you are my big big senior but when you were in school when you leave when you left Kwabotre with your A level certificate you could have walked straight into Oxford University with that certificate walked straight to Cambridge Manchester any any school in the world without taking another course or without taking an an SAT or a GRE or anything you could have but today can Matthew take his HHS certificate and walk straight into into Oxford is it a quality issue it's not it it is it is a um uh, a content issue it is the curriculum we have a huge i have a huge problem with the curriculum our curriculum is not preparing our citizenry to be world class. Our curriculum is preparing our citizenry to be local only. So the guy comes out with an SHS certificate and all he can do is get a school maybe in Ghana with that. You cannot go, you have to take some other um, test or some other entry exam or some other I can't remember the word I want to use to be able to get into an uh, university abroad. That for me is a problem. We are refusing to realize that the world is becoming global, and the the quicker we drift towards that global society, the better for us. The, the, is, the, is that the a contradiction from your earlier position that you are proudly Ghanaian? I am proudly Ghanaian, but I have to be Ghanaian in with international with a local flavor that's the point i'm making so what i'm saying is that you don't need to go to school in oxford you can stay in university of ghana and still compete with a guy in oxford but today that is not the case that that is a huge problem i have because i did the o-levels 
and I did the A-level. It's the same exam that my colleague in, in, in Oxford or Cambridge or Manchester or Leicester did. It's the same exam. Is your problem the GSS-SHS system? I, I think so. You, you see, no, 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 wait. We could still do GSS-SHS because the system is not the problem. The content is the problem. Who defines the content? Uh, it's, it's, it's policy. The, the content is defined by policy. So I could decide that it's still SHS. But by the time you come out, what you know or what you have been examined on is the same thing as the ICGC GSC guy has also been examined on. So that we, you know, what is happening? My dad, Asafomafo, JEA Mills, that, that group of people, you know where they came from? To be where they were? There is no way in 2015 that if my dad was in Takwa uh, Primary 1 or as they used to call it, yeah. there is no way if he was born in 2015 that he would have ended up in Achimota and Cambridge. Absolutely no way. And that is where I'll that give you a, a break to catch your breath. You, you need to catch your breath on this issue. It's a big one. When I come back from this break, let's begin to put the pieces together. Where do we go from here? And if you just joined us, my name is Albert Okanaba. My guest who is very passionate about his thoughts is Kojo Adaiminsa, who's the CEO of Databank. He's joining me tonight just to discuss the good society and what it takes to build it. So far, we've explored his thoughts on the principles that have undergathered his life hard choices he's had to make. He celebrated his wife for sacrificing their career at a point to help him build his. And he's talked about the appreciation that he has for her because of that. He's talked about the role of faith. He's talked about being proudly Ghanaian. He's talked about the good society being one in which institutions work. And then he says, very importantly, if you mystify the process, you create avenues for corruption. He says, leadership must be authentic and we must do what we say and say what we do and lead by example at the home, at the country level and at the company level. He says, our general concept of leadership is wrong. Who you are must be more important than the title you hold. He's questioned our educational system and he says the problem is not the system but the curriculum, the content and its ability to make you a global citizen. It is 13 minutes to the hour of 8 o'clock and this is Springboard, your virtual university. It's the favorite way to spend your Sunday evening, hanging out with great minds, exploring great concepts and themes and trying to bring home thoughts, principles and ideals that can help us build our nation, our continent and become better people in the process. My guest for tonight is Kojo Adaimensa. He is the CEO of Databank and we've been trending along the lines of what it takes to build a good society and the pillars that have influenced his life so far. He chose, uh, when we sent him the brief, he chose, uh, he chose business, education and leadership. Let me find out from you. Kojo, why did he choose these three? Business, leadership and was, was that a selection? Yes, that was, that was my Business, selection. leadership, Business and education. And education. Why? Uh, and, and I tell you what, you send me seven options, right? I looked through them and I said, look, I have a principle. I play to my strengths. It's best to play to your strengths. <laughs> and, and so business is, <laughs> business is, is what I, I eat and drink and, 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 and live daily. Right. Education is my passion. I, I've, right. I've, I've been passionate about education for, for decades and I'm going to do some work around that. Leadership is, is what I, th- I am striving to, to, to improve and improve and improve. Right. So I said, why don't I play to my strengths? 
rather than manage my and and then I manage my weakness, you know. So and I play to my strength rather than try so hard to improve my my weaknesses. I mean, what's the point in moving from ten percent to fifteen percent when you can move from fifty to hundred? So I I chose those three because I I thought I should play to my strengths and 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 that's why uh, I I really really pick 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 those those three topics. Uh, there's there's no other reason really. Right. Let me let me let me explore your thoughts on business. Yeah. A subject that you know that we we tend to be very passionate about on this platform. Yeah. I know it's a very keen and challenging environment for many businesses globally and locally. There are there are very strong factors that are working um, against building businesses and growing ar- around a time like this. Let me ask you, in in a challenging environment like this, how does a company, how does leadership? continue to uphold best practices when it's sometimes so convenient to cut corners and as is, as as they see preserve the bottom line it's How tough albert I, I must be honest with you it's very tough because several situations present themselves where <laughs> you know you you need to pay salaries honestly i mean and and you're looking at your bottom line and you're like okay um, next month, how am I going to to feed these these people who are looking up to me to to also feed their families and all? So it, it's not easy at all. But we we at, at, that's me personally, and even at Data Bank, we've decided that no matter what, we are going to live by our leap high values and our principles. It's 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 tough. But if there's anybody out there saying. No, look at what he's saying. We, we we are looking at our bottom line. Look, Charlie, we need to pay the bills. So whatever comes, I, I, I'm going to do it. I'm going to bend back. I'm going to cut corners. I'm going to 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 be to be you know I'm going to be dishonest. And, and I I just will show them two examples. Arthur Anderson, if you remember, yeah. Arthur Anderson was one. We today we are talking about the big five in 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 um, accounting and. And, and audit. audit. We talk about the big five. Arthur Anderson was one of those big fives. If people have forgotten so soon, I would just like to remind them. Why? Because they cut corners. They looked at the bottom line only. They ignored their values, their principles. And today, where's Arthur Anderson? Barry's Bank. Same. Cutting corners, putting principles aside, and, and just doing what it, they had to do to make the bottom line look good. So, there are examples and there are several examples out there in the world of great companies, of great people who have come crashing down because they just cut corners in the face of extreme difficulty. It's it's a tough one. Look, it's easier said than done. I'm sitting in the comfort of a Joy FM studio and I, I, I could say it. Tomorrow morning, I'll be faced with reality. I mean, I know... I'm going to have people come to my table and say, there's this deal, but to be able to do it, we have to go this way and that way. I know, you know, uh, Kojo is against our, our, our principles of integrity, excellence, leadership, and, and you know, humility and all that. But, you know, Kojo, let's just do it because it's going to bring us an extra 100000 No, I will not do it. I will not do it. If that means me facing the fam and telling the fam that, look here, guys, this month it ain't happening because we didn't get the right transaction. So be it. If you can't deal with it, you can walk. But those who will stick with you will stick with you and the good times will come. It's, it's, it's very difficult. I, I, and I know. People, I, I'm telling you, I know how difficult it is. But 
if you stick to your principles, you will eventually thrive. Seven minutes to the hour of eight o'clock. I'm going to bring you back to your 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 pet subject of sports. <laughs> yeah. So far, we haven't spoken about sports and how, how it can help us build a good society. But um, yeah. let me go to my comments box. And Petra Abbasamwa, who's the GM of Delta Airlines, says, oh. on point, leadership by fear is so old school. Yeah. Still on leadership, David Dreyer says, this is the kind of leadership that we need. Wow. And I'm sure they're talking about leadership that relates to people and doesn't highlight so much the title. And it's much more about the person and the authority authenticity of the person you've been involved in sports or yeah. with sports for several years several. in our quest to build a good society yeah. i mean I, I read a post by manasa who had traveled to is it indonesia or pakistan or so mm-hmm. or something yeah. he, he mentioned ghana and mm-hmm. the and the only way that i mean he said yeah we know about ghana yeah. he said yeah football yeah. I, I i recall in 2006 in germany yeah. i mean the kind of experience we had yeah. immigration i mean everything was cool i yeah. mean the height of the orbit was when a German bus driver gave us a lift for free. A German <laughs> oh, bus wow. driver—that's impossible. I mean, Tony Abbott did a lot for Ghana us. Had, Ghana had just beaten Czech Republic, yeah. and and it was just amazing. Yeah. Football has been a great ambassador for the nation, yeah. even though we have our difficulties like sure. bonus issues and so on. But yeah. let me just ask you: How can we use, in a couple of minutes, how can we use sports to build a good society? You know, s- sports and and soccer in particular. The, the, what soccer does to to demonstrate society, to demonstrate life teamwork differences it's 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 enormous i can spend one hour philosophizing about soccer and life but just to be very quick if we could harness our youth you know we always talk about youth unemployment youth unemployment do you if you can sit back and think about the employment one soccer team gives to a nation you'll be amazed first of all there are 25 players let's say minimum for one team, there will be 25 players. Those players have a coach. Those players have a medical officer. Those players have a marketing officer. The team has a, a, a chairman. The te- you know, it, it, it can do so much for the economy and take the youth away from social vices. Because even to be fit alone, the, the discipline that you need, you stay away from drugs, you stay away from alcohol, you stay away from all sorts of things. You are fit. You look after yourself well. You have good dieting. If we can harness the power of soccer, that is what has made Brazil what it is. The, the kind of crime that used to be in Brazil is unbelievable. Slowly, they've moved away from it and they've used soccer. They've used football. We can do that. It's five minutes to the hour of eight o'clock. When I come back, it will be the last chance for you to give us your parting shot for the day. But let me just read this post from Tony who says that I've been listening through to this entire series on Leaders Digest. Thank you for bringing such men and women of substance to discuss significant topics that mean everything to our society. I'm exceptionally grateful to your current speaker for speaking so well with such humility. Thank you all for this. All right. So just to wrap up on what you have been sharing with us, and then I'll come back to you to take us home. For those of you who may have joined us in the last couple of minutes, if you want some notes to take away, my guest has been Kojo Adaimensa, the CEO of Databank. The first thing he shared with us was about principles, excellence, integrity, and commitment are his principles. The second thing he said is that your belief in your faith or something supernatural serves as a check on you and that fear drives your actions. The third thing he said is that he will describe himself as humble, simple, and down to earth because that's what many people say when they interact with him because he doesn't wear his titles in his workplace. He says he's proudly Ghanaian and he believes that we can rub shoulders with anyone anywhere in the world. The fifth thing is that we 
the good society must be one in which institutions work. And when we mystify the process, we make it possible for corruption to thrive. And I recall a particular African country that at the immigration, they are, you deal with three different people. One looks at the passport and nods the head. Another one stamps and the third one says go. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the sixth one is that a leader must be authentic, and that means saying what you do, uh, uh, say, not saying one thing and doing another, setting the example in the country level, company level, and the home level. The seventh is that our leadership concept is wrong because it highlights a lot of title and also the fear factor. The eighth one is that our curriculum is preparing our citizenry to be local and we must review our whole educational system not just about the system but also about the content and its applicability across the global stage the ninth thing is that in business we shouldn't cut corners for fear of even in the face of extreme difficulties hold on to your values and it will pay off in the long term you give us two examples of companies that cut corners and it bit them hard in the long term the final point is that sports can be a great enabler to gathering the youth mobilizing them providing employment and also the discipline to help them grow into to become great citizens could you is that a good summary that's a fantastic summary. I mean, it's like you're you're writing the forward to my book. <laughs> probably, probably. My story. book is entitled "Proudly Ghanaian." Proudly it will Ghanian. happen. Let, let me hand over the notes to you. I, so yeah, I need it. <laughs> Thank you very much. I wish this was uh, TV you see? for people to see. Wow! Take us home. Take us home oh, in a minute. Man. What um, should we just what? just just very quickly? I mean, to tell Ghanaians that we, we we shouldn't lose it all. It can happen. I know that there's there's a lot of. You know poverty in our system there's a lot of discontent but look even in america people sleep in the streets so we should know that it's not entirely lost it can be done but we should look at it as Ghanaians. one word for Ghanaians to think about <sighs> one word just one word passion Passion country. I thought you say hope. Passion. We'll go Passion with that one. Ghana. Thank you, Kujua Dimensa, for joining us. Until we come your way again next week. This has been Reverend Albert Okran, supported by Comfort, Matthew, and Amos. God bless you. God bless you. And God bless you. Good night. Thank you for listening to Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast by Albert and Comfort Okran. Like our Facebook and Twitter pages at Albert and E. Okran and Comfort Okran A for free resources and information about our itinerary, conferences and media broadcast. For speaking appointments, email albert.okran at icloud.com or SMS or WhatsApp us on plus 233 You may also subscribe to www.albertokran.com amazon.com or your favorite online bookstore for copies of our inspirational books and audiovisual materials. Until we come your way again, always remember, you are blessed indeed. No more searching, searching.